This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is actually Steve Reynolds in Spain. This is our preview of the upcoming match for Fulham against Aston Villa, which will focus on team news. And Steve and I will be talking about what we think Marco Silva will be doing with his starting 11, which could be interesting for this match. So before we go on any further, definitely want to mention if you are on YouTube and have not subscribed yet, please do subscribe. And also on Apple Podcasts, please do subscribe and also leave a review. That it would help other film supporters find us. That's how it all works. Also, Cottage Talk is now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. And I'll just keep mentioning this because uh, you'll be hearing more about this in the upcoming months. Okay. Steve, welcome to the yeah. show. How are you doing? Uh, good morning to you and good afternoon to the uh, UK, I suppose. Uh, I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. Uh, optimistic. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, I think we're starting to get a half-decent team together here. Um, and a, a good run. So, uh, let's see how we go against Villa. I mean, there's obviously going to be a lot of talking points yeah. as far as Villa's concerned. And also... Uh, more importantly, I suppose, our starting uh, lineup, um, right. which is, to be honest, uh, we don't really know, do we, at the moment? Um, I don't think Marco's done a presser. Uh, he actually has, and I'll be sharing that information with okay, us. Shortly. You're, you're ahead of me then, mate. Uh, so, yeah, crack on. Okay. So, before we talk about what Marco Silva shared, and it's actually on Twitter. I'm going to actually ask you, Steve, your thoughts on Aston Villa. I actually listened to a very interesting podcast before you and I came on here from uh, an Aston Villa supporter talking about and actually had on a member of Fulmish on there. And as you can imagine, a lot of the talk was about the situation with Steven Gerrard and potentially Mauricio Pochettino as a potential candidate to take his place. 
So what do you make of what's been going on with Aston Villa? I've watched them a little bit. Are you uh, surprised where they are, that we're ahead of them right now? And uh, just your um, overall thoughts. I think Villa, I like uh, yourself, I also tend to go to their local pod sites. And uh, some are very just pro-pro, you know, nothing's wrong, don't worry. Uh, others are a lot more constructive. Um, yep. And from what I've been... I've been getting is the fact that they play to a 4-3-3 and uh, Gerard has not altered from it. Correct. Which, That's what I've been one, getting, Steve. Correct. Yeah, which one could say, um, I know we can't bring up the P word, but everybody knows what the P word is. Uh, the Parker word, um, yes. I think, <laughs> I think there is also... The ball that uh, the ball that were in place basically stated before when Gerard came in that they are looking at top eight. That is a hell of a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure on not only the manager uh, but also uh, the players. Um, but I'd like to say one thing, and I'll give him a shout. This guy, uh, okay. It's called Luke Robinson, and he play. He's uh, it's a UTV, I up the Villa podcast. Okay, and he he has broken it down, and in so much that say nothing has altered since Dean Smith went. Um, okay. he's to be honest, he's actually changed his mind regarding the score, but um, yep. I think it's too much chop and change. Is what I got from the bit of supporters, and they're not necessarily particularly uh, au okay with Gerard. Well, what I've also got from what I listened to, it was called the Hulk cast. And basically, Steven Gerard is sim similarly playing how he played at Rangers. And you, the idea, thoughts I got from this podcast was that he hasn't really changed what he's doing. It's how he does it, and that's basically it. And what's interesting about Silva that's very different is that Silva will actually tweak and change to who the opponent is. And basically, Gerard plays how Gerard wants to play, and like you had mentioned. So this might actually suit Fulham very well, but we shall see. They've been, as you mentioned, chopping and changing. They have many injuries or have had injuries and players that have not. Yeah, so if we be honest, Russ, we struggled. Right, so we're both kind of in the same boat, but uh, he's under pressure. So it was a question that they were talking about on the whole cast. So I'll bring it to you, Steve. Is it better for Fulham that they're facing Gerard now or that they let him go before the match? I'm not saying that they're going to let him go. I'm just saying that, that there was – I, I guess you could say uh, um, an interim manager with, I, that new, I, with that new manager bounce situation or potentially a permanent manager. Is it is this I, a good time to play Aston Villa? I, and, and again, I, I they think, were talking about on I the think, whole cast. Yeah, I, I think it is generally a good, uh, a good time to play a team like Villa. But I'm always worried about that, you know, let's not 
be wrong, Villa are not a bad side. They no, have they been have a lot of quality players. Yeah. So, okay, they're on a bit of a downer. I would say that with the World Cup coming up, I think a lot of um, owners will be looking at their managers to sack them just before the World Cup starts right. so they've got plenty of time to recruit. Right. Um, I, I, I just... From listening to Villa supporters, there seems to be a, a negativity yes. within their style of play. Um, it is it's predictable. Uh, I think against... I actually watched a game against uh, Chelsea. Yep. And I thought the first... Certainly first half and probably, probably 10 minutes, second half, I thought they were both a good shout. But they just seemed to go off the edge. Right. Now, is that down to Gerard not making substitutions when he should? I don't know. Um, but they're no idiots. Uh, no. no. Um, I don't think. I don't think this is an easy one. No, I, I think it's going to be a difficult match. But I think it's a match that, in my opinion, based on what I listen to and what's going on with Fulham, that we can be. Optimistic, and I'm optimistic going into this match, but it won't be easy, Steve. I agree with you on that. Yeah. And yeah. again, something else I got from the whole cast and very good show. And Dan Cook was on from Fall Mission. I just want to give them a little bit of shout just about that. Is that apparently listening to this episode, they were talking about initially that Gerard wanted to play down the wings and get balls in the box, but they don't have players like Mitro that can get on balls, you know, crosses in the box. They have Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins. It doesn't suit them. So then they change things up to go through the middle. And Coutinho apparently hasn't worked out. So they're still trying to figure things out, but they still play Gerard's way. So Yeah, I I I I think it, um I think Danny Ings is a bit of uh, a bit of a uh, sort of a enigma in some ways. Um I think he's got the class there. But I don't think, because as you said, rightly said, they, they are going down the middle. Right. They're not utilising the likes of Watkins. No. Um, and he's not being utilised. But more importantly, if they get the cross in and let's say uh, Ings is there, there's no follow-up. There's no one just sitting that 10 yards off your central striker. Right. There's, there's, no, there's no Metro there, and there's no players around yeah. Metro, the way Fulham are set up. Every time Metro, it's come in, and he's just chested it, put it back those 10 yards, and you've had someone there to put right. the ball in the net. And right, that exactly. is, I think, is what Villa uh, are. They're struggling they're, to uh, score goals. They're struggling. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're a club steeps in tradition. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't give you a right to say your premiership. Um, well, you have you to know. earn it every year, Steve. Exactly. Exactly. No one is above the premiership. That no, goes yeah. Everton's and all, know you know, clubs. No, we certainly know that, my friend. Okay. So now let's get to the team news. And this is on Twitter. And this is from the presser with Marco Silva and. Basically, the big team news is Kenny Tete is a serious doubt. And based on what I read, 
reading between the lines here, I would be surprised, Steve, to see him. They're still assessing him, but I have a feeling he will not be available. So let's start with talking about Kenny Tete. We're going to talk about different starting 11 situations coming up in a bit, and one will involve Tete. But if he cannot start again, how big of a loss is this? Um, I think, Interesting. to be honest, um, uh, some of the old Fulham fans will know about uh, Sick Note, better known as Darren uh, Anderson at uh, Tottenham. Uh, great player, plenty of um, skill, yep. always injured. Tete seems to be injured quite a lot. Uh, I think it is... I think both the left-back and the right-back were two positions that we should have covered, which we did not. Um, not yet. Not yet. Not, yeah, I mean, hopefully it will come. But at the moment, uh, you're looking at Bobby Decker. Um, it would appear that Marco does not seem to have too much... Um, He's not a lover of, of uh, Mbabu. I don't know why. It's obviously Sunday it's going on in the training. But um, right. because any decent manager would not put someone like BDR as a right back. I mean, you know, um, so I think there are, there are problems that have got to be addressed. But I yep. think it's a case of... Uh, Put a second plaster on it and let's go for it. Um, you know, and I think we've got to carry the game to Villa. I think that's really important. Um, okay. Don't okay. let them settle. Okay. It's interesting. Like I said, the whole cast actually, Dan Cook was mentioned that maybe potentially we should be sitting back a little bit based on uh, what's been going on with Villa. But I tend to agree. I, you know, again, not to go gung ho, but I think that, uh, Fulham no, can, yeah. uh, can go at Villa and uh, see where they are, and they can actually assess the match as they go along and make changes if, if they may. But I, I don't know if I would take the approach of uh, sitting back and try to beating them on the counter. I, I don't know if I would do that, but that was a suggestion I that I heard I on the show. I, 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 think our, I, I think our midfield is strong enough. Okay. Um, you know, there's also the fact that I think virtually every game – Gerard has played a four-three-three. Yep, and he has. I not think that suits us, Steve. I think that I agree totally because it allows the uh, the likes of Jedi or whatever to get round. Uh, exactly. You know, be it Cabano, Wilson, or whatever, get yep. behind. Uh, I think we're in with a chance. I, I I'm not approaching. I'm not. I'm not at all negative about this one. Okay. Um, Agreed. I've been bitten on the backside a few times, uh, <laughs> but have we all? Um, but right. I'm, I'm okay with this. Um, okay. I feel confident. Okay. I do have some other team news, and actually, Steve, I think this is encouraging. So the other team news is everyone available for the Bournemouth match should be available for this match. So when we're thinking of players like Harry Wilson, especially Mitro, in the presser, he basically. Marco Silva said the players should be available. So that's a huge positive here, Steve. Or you can look at it on the flip side. 
should we be more cautious when it comes to Mitro? We do have a match coming up again with uh, Leeds United. Or do players <laughs> just play? Uh, how many how many hours have we spent talking about this <laughs> city? Oak Me club? and you, um, probably <laughs> about five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm I'm on for if we've got the games we can win, you've got to play him. I agree. I agree, Steve. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I actually think this is positive news, not negative news. And uh, I think if Mitro is available, Mitro plays. Same thing with Harry Wilson. We'll talk about should Harry Wilson start in just a second because I got several topics involving the starting 11. And I'm calling them starting 11 questions, Steve. And we're going to go back at the right back position. Let's get to it. Should Marco start? I'm putting you on the hot seat. And Babu over BDR right back. What would you do? Um, my... My heart would say play him in Barbu, which releases uh, BDR up front, which gives us a much more attacking front, uh, probably two, three, as it were. Yeah. Uh, the brain says uh, we can't get caught. Um, and I'm the only reason I would say. I don't know, Russell, honest. I think I'm going to contradict myself because whatever happens on the right-hand side, you've got Watkins against you. Okay. He's no idiot, you know. No. Um, and I think I think Bobby uh, Betty R got caught uh, a few times, um, say the Is least. It between two worlds? Should I go forward? Should yeah, I defend? It's a, really tricky, it's a really tricky one. I... Um, if I if I'd put me uh, put it on the line, I would say I'd play Mbappé because he's more naturally a right uh, right back. Right, that's why I would go with Mbappé and, and Bobby Decker. Uh, you right. know. and I think Bobby Decker can play several positions. People have joked that he could also play goalkeeper if you asked him. Maybe he could, but the thing about <laughs> it is, yeah. he is much better up front. And I think you actually could hurt yourself in another way by putting him in this position where he's in between two worlds. He doesn't know if he should yeah, go I mean, forward. He doesn't know if he should go back. And I think that, that takes yeah, up the be, instincts of what he is. Yeah. Would be would we as a team be applying almost a defensive mode by playing him at the back um, as opposed to Sticking and barbering, and let's say, right, it's going to go for it. Um, I think at some point, Marco is going to have to make a call. Either you play yeah. him or you're going to have to get rid of him in January and find a replacement because you can't have this player just sitting on the bench and not playing where you have a need at right back. You have a player, unfortunately, for Fulham and for himself, Kenny Tete, that you can't count on right now because of, his injury past yeah. and injury present. You can't count on him. So you go, yeah, in my I mean, opinion, you go with a natural right back and you go with it. And if it doesn't work, you can always switch it during the match. That's yeah. the way I look at um, it. We, we, we discussed earlier about the so-called, uh, let's say so-called rumors regarding uh, Jedi, uh, Mr. Right. Robinson. Yeah. Right. 
Right. If we yeah, don't, he might him, be still dealing with his injury. And right. Not, if we not at hundred percent. Yeah. If we lose him, we've got no basic left or right back. Um, no, and and then you might have to go with what Marco did against Nottingham Forest and play Tim Ream at left back, which is not obviously ideal. In fact, I w- I don't want to see that again. Even though they got away with it, they got away with it, Steve. So for me, yeah. you go with the natural right back, but we'll see what Marco goes with uh, against Aston Villa. Okay, this is a topic you and I have talked a great deal about, and I know your answer to this. Should Diop <laughs> start? Steve, and if so, who's his partner? Ah, you see, uh, right, uh, <laughs> two sides of the question. Should he start? Yes. Who should he take over from? There you go, Steve. Um, I'm putting you on the hot seat. Come on. I, I, I would put him over Tosin. Okay, so you're going upset a lot of people because they'll oh, be saying, why, we, why are you leaving Reeman? Um, I I just think Diop uh, has got that ability to move forward. Um, unless you play a back three, now that would be interesting. In which case, uh, you could probably play Tosin. But I think I think Tosin has at times just got called out a few times this season, right? Uh, I'll probably be shot down. Um, I don't, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, it's your own personal view. But Okay. I, I disagree I with you. I'm just telling you I would go with Tosin and Diop. Why, why would you drop Reem then? I would I, drop. Apart from the age, apart from the age uh, et cetera. I, because I think if you look at the big picture, if you look ahead for the rest of the season, Steve, I think you are protecting yourself a little bit with the age of Tim Ream. You would be starting yeah. a partnership with two younger players that would give them a chance to gel instead of going with the risk <laughs> that you're going to continue to get good returns from Tim Ream. You are getting good returns, but it, the yeah. age is a factor, my friend. Yeah, over the season, I, w- I would probably agree. Over the That's season. why I would go with the two of them and start the partnership. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, is you know, I agree. I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, hey, we actually agree. He agrees with me. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't start raising your bloody flag. Um, Raise the American flag. Well, well <laughs> you know, sorry. Um, That's okay. I, I think, I think I can understand where you're coming from. I think you've got it. We've got to get a. We're lacking goal, uh, well, conceding goals rather. So I think the back four has got to be sorted. Um, okay. I, I know we've got January coming up, we've got the transfer market, right. uh, et mm. but there is a problem regarding the back four, uh, no matter who you play. Um, okay. fair enough, fair enough, Steve. But this is something that I think is we should be discussing and I think it's a decision at some point that Marco's going to have to make. So let, let's move on, my friend. Let's get to another interesting topic involving the starting 11. Would you stop? Would you start Tom Kearney in this match? And if you do, who are you taking out? Oh. Um, 
Oh, you see, <laughs> I, you see, I'm, um, I quite like Reedy, and I think against the Villa in the, the formation the Villa are going to play, I think Reedy is he's a bit of a like a Jack Jack Russell, isn't he? Snaps right. at heels all the time. Kenny is a bit more of your ballerina, you know, the sweeping passes right. and things about things, you know. Um, I would still go with Reed to start. So would but I. I would certainly keep Tom. Um, again, the usual sort of a 60-minute, something yeah. like that, you know, 30 minutes ago. Change of pace, it changes the game. Yeah, he's... Um, he when when he gets he can be brilliant at times, uh, TC. Other times against this opponent, Steve. I'm sorry to jump in. I think this is the right call to stick with. I, mean, uh, I, I think Harrison I think it is because Villa are struggling to score, um, um, and I think if Villa are going to score, they're going to have to push up. And I think right, and I don't see them. Trying to beat yeah. us the way that Bournemouth were trying to get to us. Bournemouth were yeah, I mean, trying to counterattack down the wings, and I don't think that's going to happen as much in this match. Who knows? I could be wrong, but I think this is a match more suited for Harrison Reed. I'm not against Tom Kennedy starting. I just would start Harrison Reed. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would play probably Reed. I sit Pereira and I put uh, obviously Jao uh, Palina in there. Okay. Um, because there are they are a powerful threesome. Um, I.e., they can take a lot of knocks and. But I think what you got to look at is trying to get it wide, because from what I've seen or watching better this season, they are vulnerable to the wide sort of that wide ball. Or the one that comes away from the goalkeeper. Right. You know, uh, so you get the goalkeeper sort of in no man's land almost. Exactly. Um, so I think, I don't think it's going to be easy. I know we've spoken. I know, I know what your <laughs> prediction is. Uh, it's a lot bigger than my prediction, but... Um, okay, we'll get there. We, we're not there yet. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, I think I think so much relies on Metro. Okay. Um, I think he's slightly worrying. If he picks up a bad knock, World Cup, um, who have we got? Um, I am, I think Vinicius um, is going to turn out to be okay. He's... I think so too. I think he's got a lot to learn, but to be honest, the, the few games he's almost well, not necessarily started, but almost started, he has not really had the service. No, um, I agree with that, Steve. I agree, you know. But uh, anyway, go on, carry on. <laughs> okay, okay, one more starting 11 question, and then we're going to take a quick break. Okay, yeah, so, no worries. Here's one more question for you, Steve. Is it time for Harry Wilson to start if he's fit? I know they've been working up on his fitness. If he's ready to go, would you start Harry Wilson? 
Um, if it wasn't for the fact that you've got probably uh, VDR playing it right back, I would say I wouldn't play him. I'd bring him on the way they've been doing on. it. But okay. because BDR is where he is, we've got no. James is not. Uh, he's. I'm going to give the. I'm going to give him time. Let's um, give him some time. I I know there's been a lot of criticism of him, and and it's, and it's obvious yeah. why because he has a lot of pace. He hasn't showed any finishing product yet. So I understand the criticism, but I'm not giving up on him. I'm not giving up on a player yet. I think it's too early in the season. I know. Yeah, I think it's, it's that's just the way I look at it. Don't give up on Dan James yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, no disrespect, but there's a hell of a lot of armchair viewers who think there are managers or referees. Um, but that's what know, we do, Steve. That's why I we do know, a podcast. I, Steve. Yeah, I know it, that is part <laughs> and parcel of the game. Yeah, I know it's part and parcel of the game. But exactly, I think sometimes you've got to give a little bit of leeway. Um, okay. You know, uh, I think with uh, I think James needs. He's not a finished product at all. Wilson. Um, yeah, he can. He's got two. He's a bit like a Barno, uh, okay. as you, who, as you well know, I think the world of. But I know you do. He's. They are good <laughs> crosses to the ball, but they're also great at set pieces. So, is that factor you have to bring in sometimes? So, you know, no, I'm gonna. I, I'd probably play Wilson. Okay. Okay. So now you completely contradicted yeah. yourself. Okay. I'm going to get, <laughs> we're going to get an OG from Wilson. I know it. Uh, okay, but that's fine. That's fine. Also, anyone that is watching and listening, the lovely voice that you're also hearing is Steve's wife, Emma. So I just want to mention that as well. Also, yeah. before we go to break. To Orlando, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before we go to break, I want to wish a very happy birthday to the Foam Shadow. Emilio did uh, so Happy birthday, Emilio. Happy, so happy birthday to the Italian stallion. The Italian <laughs> stallion. Okay. Well, coming up next to end the show, I'm going to ask Steve what Fulham need to do to win the match. I'll ask him his starting 11, and we'll finish up with predictions. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay, Steve, let's get to it. How to form win this match, my friend? What do they have to do? I think, I don't think we've got to change too much, to be honest. Um, I think we've got to get it wide a bit more. 
Um, I think the I think the midfield as we as it stands, as you say, we're going to get onto the start in uh, eleven later. But yes, I think if we can boss midfield and we can get wide. I think we'll be okay. Uh, my only worry is if we go, which I thought at times against Bournemouth, we did not track back. And that is a danger. Um, you've only got a, you've only got a, basically blow it once. They go one nil up. And like Bournemouth, to an extent, on the second half, they just built, put the ball up. And we couldn't not do anything about it. That's my only worry. But I, I would say you uh, put the ball about, make them run, make them chase. Um, okay. You know. Okay, excellent stuff, Steve. All right. Before we go to your starting eleven, I'm going to share some comments from the former supporters. This is from Colm Bugler. Could we play three at the back for just this match with Decadova, Reed, and Robinson as wingbacks? Steve, what do you think uh, about that? I I did mention earlier about three at the back. <laughs> um, I think I think I think it we can, but I think the wing backs it's the responsibility will be for them to track back. If they don't track back, then we're in trouble. We've only got three at the back. Uh, but I would, yeah, I see no reason why. I I think we could change it. The formation around. And maybe I don't think he it. will, though. I don't think he will, Colm. No, that's he, just my my gut feeling is he's not going to. I don't. To be honest, I don't think he likes playing the three. The I don't bank. think he does either. That's um, why I don't think he's going to do he it. Doesn't look happy, does he? Um, no. But yeah, good. I mean, it's a good point, though. Good point. Yeah, it's a valid point. I'm glad you brought that to us, Colm. Okay, so let's now go, a couple more comments. It's from Wayne. Well, Wayne, thank you so much for all your comments. Tom Kenny should play against Aston Villa. He plays very well against Villa. And to follow that up, my friend Chris Davidson played Tom Kenny. Now, you and I have already said we would play in this match Harrison Reed. And I'll just reiterate why we aren't saying that is that it, it goes to who the opponent is, not that we wouldn't start Tom Kenny. I think there's a place now to start Tom Kenny against certain opponents. I don't know I if Villa is the right opponent for Kearney to start. I think he could be a huge asset coming off the bench. That's my thoughts. Steve, your thoughts? We have two listeners think, and watchers that think that Kearney should start. I get it, but yeah, we're I, going I think, with Reed. Yeah, I'm, I, see, I don't go with uh, last week's results. Um, I, I look at how we played as a whole over the season so far. We have had Reed in there throughout yes i know tom did alter or gave us a lot more like opportunity right. in the We're second fantastic. half but i think when you've got your your midfield that are used to working with each other stick to it and see how you go you've always got to uh, tc as your little talisman, as it and were. And I think he's a great game changer, the way that he's being used. I, I agree, but I would not start him. Okay. I would not start him. Okay. And that's a, a fair shout by our listeners, Wayne and, and Chris. You know, I understand why. And I've seen so many say, start Kearney. 
I'm not sure if I would do that against Villa. We'll see what Marco decides to do. So, Steve, yep. we're going to see what you're going to do. What's your starting 11? Oh, crikey. Um, I'm going to go very similar to last week. Um, the, my only difference would be, and you're going to shoot well. I'm going to contradict. I'm going to. I'm about to contradict myself. You keep you doing that. I'm, I'm used to that. I know you're used to it. <laughs> okay, we got good old uh, Leno at the back. Okay. I have a go. Uh, Jedi at left. BDR on the right. Although I'm not happy. Okay. I will play Diop and Tosin together. Okay. I would have uh, probably. I'd stick to Reed. Paulinho and Pereira. Okay. I would have Cabano, Mitro up front, and probably bung in Harry Wilson. Okay. Very good. Okay. My starting 11, similar, except I'm going to make a change here. I'm going to go Leno. Right back, I am going to go Kevin and Babu. I'm going to go Jedi on the left. I'm going to go Tosin and Diop. I will stick with the three that you mentioned with our – central midfielders as Reed, Paulina, and Pereira. I'm going to go on the left, Niskins Cabano. On the right, I'm going to go Harry Wilson. And up front, I'm going Mitro. So it's not going to be that different, except that I'm I'm going to go with Mbabu. And I yep. have a feeling I will be wrong here, but I at some point hope that he gets another opportunity because he's a natural right back. I think you're asking for trouble when you ask a player like BDR to play in two yeah. different worlds. And that's what he's doing. I mean, he He's playing. Yeah, a I, mean, I don't know, Russ. I mean, privately, I've been shouting for getting uh, uh, Mbabu there all the time. Okay. But I think Villa, these are the, these are the point games. Villa... Then we got Leeds, then we Everton, I think. Um, I think we need at least six out of that. And these so games we are vital. Yeah, I don't think we can play. We can't start messing about too much. I okay. think we've stick with how we've gone for the last, what, three weeks? Something like that. Uh, we okay. BDR. You know, so. Uh, okay. No, I get know, it. Upwards and, onwards. upwards and onwards, man. Okay. Okay. A couple more comments and then we'll give predictions. Chris Davis says, Reed was poor last week. Tom Kearney for Reed, 100%. Gary seconds that. We'll give Tom Kearney a start. Okay. And let's see what our, my friend Colm says. We need to be on it from the beginning. Colm, I'm completely with you on that. With that said, from our friend Colm Bugler, Steve, give me your prediction. Um, I'm going to go a tight 1-0 to us. Okay. All right. I knew that in advance, but Steve has yeah. stuck I, I, I with his I, prediction. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Um, so I don't I'm going to go tight 1-0. Okay. I don't either. I'm going to go 3-1 to one to Fulham. I'm sticking by my prediction. That I to you. Every week. Every I know. Week. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> well, see the, see, the whole thing is I don't like predicting 2-1 to one because I think it's too close. I like to have a little buffer. So I like going 3-1. <laughs> to one. So I'm going three to one, and, and I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say hat trick from Mitro. So I'm, I'm going to go that far. Let's see what uh, predictions we have. Hey, can we have 10 bucks on that, mate, between you and me? 
<laughs> Chris Davidson says two to one to Fulham. Wayne Walden says three to one to Fulham. I like that. Colm goes two nil to Fulham. And Gary D says, think Fulham win two to one. So some good predictions. We have a lot of predictions of a Fulham victory, which I like. Yeah, but everyone's uh, assuming that they are going to score. Is that, yes. is that good or not? Is that good or not? No, that's not good, Steve. That's not yeah, good. Yeah, it's just a, just a point, you know. I know. I know, Steve. We can't do a show without you making your own point. I get it, Steve. I get it. Oh, be quiet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. By the way, if anyone that does not know that Steve and I talk frequently about foam, so it's very nice that he decided to come on and help me out here and do the show with me. So thank you, Steve. Any final yep, thoughts yep, before we wrap this up, Steve? Yeah, you're the only person at half past 11 at night who rings me up and says, what do you think about the back four? Uh, yeah, I love that it, would mate. be me. That would be me. <laughs> I, I'm going 3-0 to Fulham. You're going 3-0. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Okay, let's see. One final comment from Gary D. Gerard will be sacked if Fulham win. Uh, possibly. I don't think so. I I. I think there's uh, listening to the podcast. Um, I did a podcast. Yep, up the village, there is, said, right? There's a lot of people who don't like him, but I cannot see the owners sacking him before the World Cup. I tend to agree with you, Steve. You know, I, I think they'll sack him if yep. if if it happens. He will go just for the World Cup, which will give them. Yep. Uh, was it a month, four, uh, four weeks to get a half-decent uh, manager in and go from there, I suppose. Um, it's a ruthless game, mate, if you're a manager. Oh, I know. They, yeah. they know what it is. They know the game. They exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For my good friend Steve Reynolds, I'm Russ Gorm. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, which is now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.